Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create amazing relationships. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz. This is The Ramsey Show. It is not Smart Money Happy Hour, which is another show that we co-host together. But we're going to bring that kind of energy and fun today, Rachel. We hope so. It's going to be a fun show, George. We're already bringing it with our outfits. We're very brightly colored today. (laughs) Bright yellow, bright orange. So if you're watching on YouTube, I apologize. Dim your screens. My shirt is like, get some sunglasses. But it's fun. It's it's what makes you so joyful and effervescent, Rachel. Bright. Well, hey, give us a call. We'll talk about your life and your money at 888-825-5225. Jeff joins us in Toronto, Canada. Jeff, what's going on? Hey, thanks for your call, guys. How you doing? Doing well. How are you? Okay. Um, just wanted to talk to you today. Um, we're concerned that we probably look better than we are. Uh, we've got no student debt, no credit card debt, no other debts per se other than the mortgage. But the mortgage is six twenty-five. Um, and amortized over 28 more years, and we're 49. So we've obviously sort of refinanced things into the mortgage a couple too many times, and we're on a variable mortgage. We can't help that right now. But so I guess I'm I'm wondering how should we should we look at our situation more like we have say 100 grand left in mortgage debt, but we've maybe got a half a mil in debt we should really tackle. But this whole thing is in one mortgage. Yes. Okay, what's your household income? 210 Canadian. Okay, and what is the mortgage payment every month? Uh, because of the variable rate, we're up to 6.2% now, so it's gone up to about just under 4000 Wow. Mm-hmm. And what's your take-home pay? Uh, take-home on that is about, uh, about 11 a month. Okay. All right. I mean, it's a, it's a hefty mortgage, even with your great income. Um, I don't know that it's a fire right now. You don't have any other debt, right? No, everything else is clean. So how much extra do you have as you kind of create a budget? How much extra do you have to throw at the mortgage every single month right now? Well, now that it's gone up like that and, and saving for general affairs and the four kids, very little. We're going to try and we're just trying to rebalance and bring it down to bare bones um, this week. Okay. So the other 7,000 is just or, disappearing yeah. into expenses. Even yeah, with no, no debt. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's you know, yeah. Are you investing? Yeah, sorry, we do have retirement. We got um, we get a match at work, so i got to keep that going because it's free money. And um, What's the total you're investing out of your in- household income? How, what, what uh, we are on, on mine, it's 4% to get a match, 6% to get a match, and my wife's is 4%, so it's kind of like an average of 5% total. Okay. Man, I'm still wondering where all the le- leftover money's mm-hmm. going. I thought you were going to say we're investing 20%. No, gross is about 2300 I mean, all the other insurances and things. um, Yeah, we're going to cut it down and try and and cut it back. Okay. Well, to your original question, there's no way to really split this debt up. If it's in one giant mortgage, we're just going to attack it. You would be what we call baby step six if you have a fully funded emergency fund. Do you guys have that money set aside in savings, three to six months of expenses? No. Okay. How much do you have in savings? Oh, it's just kind of month to month, so very little because we just throw that at. Uh, okay. It's, it's so you're straight up paycheck to paycheck, even making two ten. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. So Jeff, I think that's probably one of your biggest problems. It feels like, oh my gosh, we're on the edge because you kind of are on the edge if you don't have that savings. So I do think that buffer 
of six months put away is going to ease some of this tension, knowing that there's cash there if something happens does lower your stress because, you know, yes, you have the big mortgage, but other than that, um, you know, you're you're going to be able to breathe at night when knowing that you have this emergency fund. So I think doing that's going to relieve some of the stress. And then I think, yeah, you and your wife have to kind of look at each other and just be like, all right, this is our, this is our mortgage. And we don't want to live in sac- too deep of sacrifice for too long, right? Because then you just burn out of steam if you're doing this for 10 years. But there needs to be yeah, enough. Be 15 years. <laughs> yeah, right. So there needs to be enough, though, to say, yeah, we're feeling this progress. Um, and again, I know the real estate market in Canada is just, it's its wacky. Like, I feel like it is here right now in America, too. Uh, but maybe you guys look up in three to four years with things that have changed. And maybe you say, like, hey, maybe we would rather be out of debt faster than to keep this mortgage. And maybe there's some equity there and you make a different decision with the house if you want um, right now may not be the best time because I know rates and everything are just, it's nuts. So uh, like George said, it's not on fire, but you guys may reconsider this mortgage depending on how much it's still weighing on you here in a couple of years. Sure. If, it, if, we, if we could rent the house and actually take an apartment that was cheaper, I mean, that would create a cash flow benefit, would it? If we could rent the place for about the same price as the mortgage? Uh, yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, yes. But then suddenly you have renters and you still have a mortgage on it. And if the renter doesn't pay, it's up to you. Or if something breaks, it's still up to you. I mean, you're still owning a house. Yeah. I think the, the passive cash flow that real estate provides is somewhat of a lie. It's not very passive. It's very <laughs> reactive. Especially and when it's you have there. debt on it. Yeah. And especially when it's not paid off. But I, I understand what you're saying. And yeah, the numbers would make sense. But life usually doesn't work that cleanly sadly i would work my way to aggressively attack this mortgage and that might mean we've got to get our income up even though you're making great money it might mean a season of getting our income up getting our expenses down if you looked at your budget outside of your mortgage what would you say are the biggest expenses eating away that take-home pay 2300 is attributed to groceries 250 dollars for dining out um you know utilities are safe uh 400 electric and water. How many kids do y'all have, Jeff? Staff, four. Okay. Woo. Now, I know Canadian the food prices are insane. Is 2300 normal over there? That still feels really it high. It feels like, yeah. Yeah, we're pretty, uh, I think we're pretty conservative, but I mean, 2300 is everything in, you know, anything that the house consumes, like soaps and food and that sort of thing. Household essentials, yeah. all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think, Jeff, yeah. I think y'all's first goal to feel some level of traction and peace is that emergency fund. I think that will really do something to you guys, a, a sense of confidence that you're not living on the edge because you won't be. Uh, but that would be the next, that would be the, that would be the goal I tackle. And then you guys, I would up some of your uh, retirement. I would still be investing uh, more than what you guys are, which I know is going to give you even less to put at the mortgage. But then that's when I feel like you guys could maybe reevaluate this house here in a year or two. Yeah. And the other thing I would right. do, Jeff, which may hurt right now because it's free money, is pausing your investing until you have this yeah. emergency fund in place. That's right. It's going to speed that up, number one, but it'll also okay. put a fire under your belly to really get some financial foundation under you and get back to investing into the match. And I want you investing beyond that because investing 4%, you may not not have a great retirement if that's all you do for the rest of your life is treading water. 
Yep. Oh, for sure. Is there a way to get Dave's list of, of good mutual funds, the, the long-term growth ones that he talks about? Is that on the website? Well, we just split them up into four categories. We don't actually list any specific funds because it's so dependent on your investment vehicle, which you know firm you're and brokerage you're investing with. But we've got that resource. You can go to RamseySolutions.com slash investing. We've got a whole investing hub over there to help you out with that. But Jeff, the, the real key is there's no life hack here. It's spend less, make more, that's how you find that margin. And I know it's tough for our Canadian listeners. We feel for you guys. We've heard how insane it is over there. And uh, we hope you get some, some respite soon from the chaos and craziness. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years. And over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. So, George, I don't know if you've been uh, having the Christmas discussion in your house. You got a new baby. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'm sure the first Christmas is going to be going to be a special one. Mia's list is very long. Is it very long? Even for a two-month-old, she's just like her mother. (laughs) She likes nice stuff. I know, and we all do. I know we've been talking to our kids about it and always trying to temper the expectations because that contentment piece of teaching your kids about this stuff is really important because even people listening that are on Baby Steps 2 and 3, you're getting out of debt, maybe you're saving up your emergency fund, and it's going to be a season of sacrifice and we're right in the middle of the holidays, and so that means the holidays may look a little bit different this year. But the good news is, is that the gifts that you do give can actually bring a lot of meaning. So I have a new kids book out. It just launched yesterday. Yes. I'm glad for what I have. And it does. It talks all about contentment, that our stuff is okay. But you journey along with these an- these little animals in the book to learn that, yes, the more stuff you have does not equal happiness and that contentment piece is so crucial so make sure to check that out another great option for christmas is george you can actually pre-order george's book yeah you won't breaking have it, free from broke you won't have it in your hands uh this Not christmas because it launches in january very exciting uh but you do such a great job tackling all the myths so make sure to check that out at ramseysolutions.com slash store and we have a $12 sale going on for Christmas with books like The Total Money Makeover, Baby Steps Millionaires, Own Your Past, Change Your Future, uh, Love Your Life Not Theirs. A lot of the books that we've all written are in that sale. So make sure to check that out because, uh, again, this the holidays are coming. If you're going to give a gift, give a gift that actually can help people. And a lot of people find the Ramsey plan and the Baby Steps yeah, through a gift. They're like, true. oh, well, my parents gave me this book for Christmas or my friend always had it and they lent it to me and gave me that book. So you actually can help spread this message of hope when it comes to our money. So go to RamseySolutions.com again slash store to check out the $12 sale. And what's cool is that when you go to RamseySolutions.com slash store, you'll also see the Ramsey cash giveaway we have going on. That's $500 weekly prizes, a $5,000 grand prize. You can enter every day for your chance to win. We're just spreading the cheer in the RamseySolutions.com Merry Christmas. We're having a good time out here. I'm ready for it. Are you a Christmas person? Yeah, jump Thanksgiving. I mean, I know we need to be grateful and stuff, but I We could, do kind of skip it. We already have Christmas go, up. I know. The I Thanksgiving this, decorations didn't make the cut this year. <laughs> this weekend is our Christmas decorating. I can't I wait. I love it. Well, let's get to the calls. Dustin is up next in Charleston, West Virginia. What's going on, man? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, my wife and I, we... Um, we feel that we make too much money 
to have to, you know, each month worry that are we putting enough in savings? Are we doing the right thing with our money? Uh, the, the interest rates have went back on student loans. Uh, we never had student loans prior to COVID. Um, and then post COVID, you know, we probably weren't aggressive enough paying off student loans with uh, interest off. We probably did things with, with that money that we shouldn't have done, but see if maybe get a little guidance on, on what, how to tackle student loans the best. And yeah. are we maybe saving enough? Uh, and budgeting, doing our budget right. Okay. Yeah. So, how much student loan debt do you guys have? Uh, she has two hundred and three thousand right now. Ooh. What's her degree in? Uh, anesthesia. Good. Okay. And is she? How much is she making a year? Uh, combined, we gross about three forty. Combined, three forty. Okay. So that's the student loans, and then any other debt? How much do y'all owe on the cars? Uh, we have newer vehicles. And we have, we also have two mortgages. We have a mortgage on our house and then we have the farm mortgage, land mortgage separate. Uh, we rent um, an old mobile home on the farm that covers that payment though. Okay. So how much in the, the cars, how much debt is uh, on them? They're the one, they're both a little over 50,000 we owe on. 50,000 each. Okay. Each. Yeah. And then how much, and then any other consumer debt besides the mortgage? No, we got mortgage vehicles, student loans. Okay. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, else. and I, I mean, I can, I, I, with these numbers, I'm like, yeah, you, you owe as much as you make a year, so it is going to feel, it's going to feel tight. Is, um, do you guys have any savings? Uh, we probably got 25 right now. We've just, you know, like I said, we weren't as responsible maybe as we should have been when interest rates were off the student loans. We, you know, spent a hundred thousand building a building a new barn and right. Uh, just doing you whatever, know. doing whatever you want. And now you, now every month you're committed to paying that, and you're yep. thinking maybe I should have been more responsible for the past two years. Mm. Totally. Um, uh, so how much, you know, how much should we think about having in savings? Should we go a different route on put less investing? Invest are you doing any investing on? right now? Um, we both max out uh, for one. Okay. Okay. Well, that's going to free up a whole bunch of money if we pause that temporarily, wouldn't it? Uh. Yeah, but you know, should we do that or um, if I had you know, $300,000 in consumer debt, I would definitely pause investing. And here's here's the reason because I know you're going, listen, you guys are smart people, you're really good at math. The truth is making $340,000, you guys should retire multi 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 millionaires. The problem yeah, is there's a lot yeah. of people just like you out there who don't retire with that because they think, well, I'm just going to hang on to this debt. I'm not. I'm kind of comfortable. We're just doing a bunch of things at once, but we're not really making any progress. So I think you guys could crush this three hundred thousand dollars in debt in two years. Less oh, than well, that would be. Uh, yeah, that would be good. It's just you know. So maybe pause what we're putting in in retirement right yeah, now. Yeah, pa- I would pause all investing, okay. Dustin. I would take your so, twenty five thousand dollars in savings, and this is gonna make you feel real uncomfortable. I would take it down to a thousand, and I would throw twenty four thousand. At at this debt, and and if I were you, Dustin, I'm like, if it's a hundred thousand dollars in cars, even though your income can somewhat justify it, we don't want it more than half of your annual income, so it technically could justify it. But almost for the act of it, I would just, I would get rid of them. How much do you think you could sell them for? Uh, we could probably clear ten on each. So you'd make twenty grand total. Yeah. And use that. You could buy a used car for ten grand to putz around in for now. Uh, yeah, 
I mean, and then, you know, like our family, uh, my wife, my wife's family, I guess, you know, they got used. So you look at that and my wife, they're always working on those cars. So what is, how much is the benefit? Um, well, a reliable used car. Yeah. Getting rid of them. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're so expensive nowadays. That's, you know, that's the, I think that's. Yeah. You purchased a really expensive car, so you definitely know. <laughs> we, but man, we, you make 340 know. grand. You can find a 10, $12,000 Honda Civic that's going to get you guys around for a year. I'm not saying to live, to, to drive it for 10 years. But be driving it for for a year, Dustin. I'm like, because what you guys need there's there's a radical mindset shift that that needs to happen for you guys. You've been doing your plan and it's not working. You make three hundred and fifty thousand dollars, and I'm not trying to come down on you too hard, Dustin. But there's people listening right now that think, holy They're, crap, Rachel's being nice. That, they're could, angry at Dustin, I, going, oh my be, gosh, I could be doing so much with that income, and they're still feeling stressed. Like this is crazy. So. There needs yeah. to be a there needs to be a radical shakeup, Dustin. You guys, re, you and your wife, need to sit down and feel like we we've done we've done this all wrong. Like we have to do the complete opposite of what we've been doing, which means selling stuff. Yes, buying a twelve thousand dollar car. I mean, doing things that are so different than what you guys have been doing. Tackling this debt, getting savings. Because if I told you, Dustin, that gosh, I mean, we could sit here and run the numbers, but I'm like, I mean, within. Within nine months, if you guys sold these cars and took your income and paused investing through everything at it, you could look up by next summer, be almost debt free. And then you guys could even look up and say, oh my gosh, you know, we could, we're going to have savings with that income having no payments, no payments. How much you're going to be able to save a three to six months worth of expenses for an emergency fund, have that in place, and then start investing. Like, your whole financial world, Dustin, could look completely different in 18 months. Completely different. But that means you guys are going to have to do some really different stuff. And and I would encourage you. I want you to stay on the line, Dustin, because I want to give you Financial Peace University. This is our nine-lesson course that I want you and your wife to sit down and go through. This is the basics of money. And it is the fastest way to build wealth from point A to point B that's sustainable. And... Man, I just, I, I'm so hopeful. And, and you guys live in Charleston, West Virginia. You're not out in LA, California with insane Yeah, making lifestyle. that kind of money. Yeah, I mean, like, you, got, you guys can do this. Like, you have so much going for you. You have so much going for you, but you have to have the discipline. You have to look at money in a completely different way. And it's going to be uncomfortable. But I think that's good, Dustin, because you guys have been real, real comfortable for a while until it's caught up with you. So mm-hmm. continue that. But man... Three, $350,000 a year can do a lot for you guys, and it's only working for the bank right now. You'll get there fast, man, if you follow this plan. This is The Ramsey Show. You've been gazelle intense. You've eaten more beans and rice than you knew existed, and now you're ready to make your biggest investment better. Blinds.com is a great way to dress up a room or your entire home. Whether you like do-it-yourself projects or you don't even know what a Phillips head screwdriver is, trust Blinds.com to take care of you like Ramsey would. You can do the measuring and installation yourself or let Blinds.com's professionals handle everything for you. Blinds.com offers a completely hassle-free experience. Count on them to deliver stylish window treatments from premium brands without the premium markup. And you can count on free shipping, free samples, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee so you can rest easy. That's why we've recommended Blinds.com for over 10 years. Shop Blinds.com right now and get up to 45% off. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Camel, joined by Rachel Cruz. This is your show, so give us a call at 888-825-5225. We'll talk about your life, your money. We will give you our unfiltered opinion. And Rachel's a lot nicer than I am, naturally. She's just a sweetheart, and I tend to what be... That last call. I tend to be you abrasive. You are nicer. Well, some people deserve a hug, and some people, you know, need a swift kick. But yeah. generally, uh, our callers, I give them hugs, Rachel, what we're here <laughs> for. And I think that will be the case with our friend Deanna, who's in Atlanta. <laughs> What's going on, Deanna? Hi, how you doing? We're doing well. How can we help today? I am a single mom of one. I live with my family, and I make 53000 temporarily from home. But I have a 12-year-old felony, so sometimes I cannot pass background checks for the jobs that I want. So I'm not sure what to do at this point. Like, should I still try to go to school or still try to become an entrepreneur or like, I'm just stuck. Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now for work? I am a fraud case manager. Okay. And you said it's temporary? Yes. It's a contract. Okay. Would you want to do that full time? Yes. I love what I do. Okay. Are <laughs> Is there, there more opportunity yeah. for it? Yes, there are more opportunities. Um, I just, I failed one opportunity with a big four company because of my background, though. So, it, so I don't know. If, tell me again why you're not passing the background check. I missed that. Because I have my, I have a 12-year-old felony. Oh, a fel- okay, 12-year-old mm-hmm. felony. That's still on your record. Yeah. Does that fall off at a certain point? What is the plan no. to kind of circumvent that going forward? I'm not sure. It's, it's a lot of money to try to get it removed. Okay. And then you're saying, should you go to school? What would school do for you? What would be the goal with that? I don't have a degree. So I feel like I would beat the competition as far as having a degree in maybe computer science or accounting. Um, that's that's all I know is like accounting and office administrative. Okay. Well, there's a lot of paths. I don't know that a degree is what would make you stand out. I mean, someone's paying you $53,000 a year yeah. right now without a degree, which yeah. tells me you have skills. Yes. An experience. An experience, yeah. Because, I mean, honestly, Danny, there there will be some career paths that will require a degree for sure. Um, accounting, you know, things like that. But, yeah, they're going to probably want to see that. But there's a whole other world out there that don't require college degrees, and you can still make a great living doing it. So um, if I were you, how old are you? I'm 34. 34, okay. And how old How old's your, you, do you have a son, daughter? I have a son who's four. Who's four. Okay, so great. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if if I were in your shoes, I wouldn't necessarily be looking to go back to school. I would probably be looking for the next gig, right? That's uh, in the same context of what you're working in now because you have great experience and that's going to take you really far. And then if there are options that you're like, yes, maybe I do want to go back to school here in the future. We don't want you taking on debt for it. But I would look to see, you know, if there's community college to get some of your prereqs there, um, some online classes. I mean, you, there's ways to do it if you want to slowly and with cash. But I just don't want you to believe that you can't make a great living uh, without a college degree because you can. And we talk to a lot of people on this show that do it. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I believe in you enough. I mean, you have a very great job right now. I'm like, you, you're very smart to be able to do what you're doing. And so I would look to see what it's, those skills are and what you enjoy and see if there's a path. Because in a perfect world, you know, you would save 60 grand or whatever it is to get a degree and yeah. save that money exactly. and 
right? Be be working instead of that. So do it's you just have the any, ROI on it. Do you have any debt right now, Deanna? Yes, I have 40000 in debt just because of my car and, um, you know, 3000 in uh, credit cards. But I plan on paying the credit cards down just to improve my credit. But I do have an expensive car. Okay, <laughs> what's the what's the car worth? Um, I haven't got it appraised yet. Okay, what's what do you owe on it? I owe thirty seven. I, I, I owe roughly thirty eight thousand on it. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, I would Kelly blue book it when you get off the call with us. Okay. And if you can get what you've put into a, it, you know, without being underwater, I'd get rid of that car and drive something cheap for now. Do you have any for money sure. saved? Yes, I have $2,000 saved. Good. Okay. Good for you. Good start. So here's the, your game plan for the next few months, because you're living with family, so you don't have any bills, right? No. No big bills. So what if we could use that wonderful $53,000 salary and we start throwing you know, $1,000, $2,000 a month into that savings account? And once you have a nice chunk of change in there to buy a used car, we can sell that car, hopefully for what it's worth or even more. And that way you can get out from under this thing, leaving you with, you know, you'll be knocking out these credit cards real soon, right? Mm-hmm. So now you're debt-free, making 53 grand. Yeah, what's your car payment a month? $740. Yeah, Ooh. so if you could imagine that just being back in your pocket, right? Yeah. I mean, there, you'll get there's, a raise. There's, yeah, because your car payment, Deanna, is very high compared to your income. So I would say it's pretty much a requirement. I would sell the car. So I would do that as soon as you get some money saved to buy a cheap used car, to get you where you need to go. It's not going to be a pretty car. It's not going to be the car you're driving now, uh, but it will relieve so much of that pressure. And if you'll hold on the line, Deanna, I want to give you a copy of my new kid's book. I'm glad for what I have because as you're on this journey of figuring out your money and possibly selling your car and you're going to be working to pay off this credit card debt and uh, you're in a big transition and I think it's just a great conversation to be had with uh, okay. with your son and and I and girl I I just think that there's so much ahead of you I think you're doing a really really good job thank you thank you oh hey Deanna we're pulling for you hang on the line we'll send you Rachel's new kids book and uh, man a single mom alone is a warrior yes but one that has that kind of background that has overcome so much yep. and that is doing so well I'm just so proud of you and I have full faith that someone is going to hire you without a degree because Deanna is the secret sauce mm-hmm. not the piece of paper that says Deanna did some schoolwork. so we believe in you David is up next in Gainesville Florida David what's going on hi how are you we're doing well how can we help today well I have, I'm embarrassed, I have messed my finances up pretty much my whole life. I'm 59 years old and want to take better care of my wife, who uh, has been, had to quit her job. We we don't have her income anymore. She has a permanent brain injury from a mm-hmm. concussion. Oh, I'm sorry. She has Crohn's disease. Oh. And uh, she's just been diagnosed with some cancer. Oh, David, I'm so sorry. Sorry. No, okay. no, you're fine. I've been a, I've been a kid. I've been an adolescent my whole life. I've, yeah. I've, I've been well with money, and now she's suffering for it. Mm. Uh, we don't have a lot of debt. I do make decent money, and I just don't know where it goes. Yep. How much are you making a year? This year is my worst year. It's only going to be about 62000 and it's because of many, many doctor's appointments. Mm. She can't go alone. She can't 
yeah. do these things alone. We have nobody to help us, so okay. I have to take off work to do it. And thankfully, I work for an excellent company. Mm. Good. But, and how much debt do you guys um, have? We have about $26,000 in medical. Okay. Um, small credit card debt of about 2600 Um, And then a, a few tiny purchases of some household items, uh, probably totaling 2000 Okay. That's it. Okay. But I don't know when the money goes. Well, we're going to help you, David. We're going to take a short break, but I want to carry this over because there's a lot to unpack here, and I want to make sure that we serve you well, especially while you're going through such a difficult time. Mm-hmm. And before we go to the break, I want to let you know that you can release the shame and the guilt and the baggage. We've all made mistakes, man. That makes you over 12 years old. The, the big thing is, what are we going to do now? What does 60-year-old David want to be? 65-year-old David? What does the next right step look like as we take care of your ailing wife? And we're going to walk you through that right after the break. So please hang on the line, David, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm George Campbell, joined by Rachel Cruz. Before the break, we were talking to David in Gainesville, and we still have him on the line. Let me recap his situation. His wife has been through it health-wise, can no longer work, is dealing with a cancer diagnosis, and he makes 62. They've got 26000 in medical debt, 2600 on credit cards, some other uh, little debts hanging around, and we just want to wrap our arms around him and see what we can do to help him take the right next step. David, are you still with us? Yes, sir. Was that a fair recap? Yes, sir. Okay, wonderful. Well, welcome back. So let's walk through some of the numbers and, and get you kind of a game plan moving forward. So you're 59 years old. How old's your wife? 56. Okay. And you are now the sole income for the family, and you're trying to take care of her, and so having to take time off of work to do that, which is also limiting some of your income, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. And you do have some money in savings? No, absolutely none. None. So we're paycheck to paycheck right now. Yes. Are you able to cover your bills? Are you current on all bills? Two credit cards are in collections. Okay. And what about your, Um, are we able to put food on the table, cover the renter mortgage, cover the utility bills? That's one of the embarrassing things. I can put food on the table. We have no rent. I drive a truck for a living and we live in the truck. You live in the truck? Yes, sir. What kind of truck is this? Is it a livable situation? Semi. It's a semi. It's a eight by eight box. Mm. Um, How long have you guys been we're, been doing that, David? Five years. Four years, excuse me, four years. And is that um, purely a finance because you don't have the margin to pay a rent or a mortgage? Or is that because you guys are on the move all the time and it's like what you... Decided um, just to some do. bad some bad places that I work. We made a move to Florida, um, and we have a fifth wheel trailer that is in a in an area that we stay in on the weekends. But there's there's no rent there. It's the company that I work for lets me keep it there. Okay, is there do do you think it would be prudent to find a more stable living situation for her? If we just uh, we found a cheap to. place to rent, I. We would love to, but I've got the finances so messed up that I 
I'm not saying I can't afford it. I just don't know where it goes. I don't know why okay. we don't have it. So you make $62,000. What is your monthly take-home pay? Monthly take-home, it, it, see, it varies, and, and a lot of that's because the doctor's appointments. If this was a an, an normal year, it would be around um, around five grand a month. Okay, so you're making closer to, that's a, a good year, though. So these that's days, is it closer year, to three grand a month? Yeah, I don't know. That's where we're having trouble too. We don't, we don't understand because if one week we've had two doctor's appointments, I miss out on so many loads that my paycheck is like five hundred dollars when it's normally take home thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred. Um, and David, for these doctor's appointments, because you're having to miss work, is it is she able to drive herself, or is it that she actually no. needs she needs you to phys- she can't physically drive. She's no longer able to drive. She can't stand very long. Okay. Um, gets dizzy. She just can't be alone. Yep. And you guys have no family. Where Where is your family right now? Do you guys have any? Closest, closest family would be my father in Illinois, and he's 90 years old. Yeah. And we have a 41-year-old daughter in Illinois that, do you guys have a relationship? Nice, but not much help. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, because in a perfect scenario, yes. D- David, what I would want for you guys is a place to live, um, especially going through all the medical stuff. Um, so you keep saying, yeah, we don't know where it's going. We don't know where it's going. So uh, we and, and we hear that all the time, right? That's not just you. A lot of people feel that way because there's not an intentional act of where this paycheck is going. So I would say two things on my end and George can walk you through some more stuff, but um, we want to gift you every dollar premium and FPU, which is Financial Peace University, our nine lesson course, but that every dollar premium, David, is going to help you guys budget and you're going to bring your paycheck in and you're going to say, okay, this is what we're planning on making. We're going to have to guesstimate, right? Because you may not know exactly but we think that we can at least make this. Now we're gonna plan out to the cent where every single dollar is going and there's not gonna be out to eat. There's not gonna be all this. I mean, you guys are, we say rice and beans, beans and rice, like your grocery budget's nothing. Y'all are gonna be eating spaghetti and tacos and cheap, I mean, cheap food. You're gonna go as cheap as you can on everything. See where that ends up and what margin that is. uh, and then I think I think a good goal for you guys in the next few months, once you kind of get that in order, then is to be able to find find a place to rent. Um, and again, I, I don't know where exactly location wise, but you want to make sure, um, especially if it, if it's a good month where you guys are, you know, around twelve hundred dollars a month probably. So that's going to be, um, you know, one bedroom apartment or just something, just to give some level of stability from a living situation point. And the second thing, David, which I know is really difficult, but we we have to figure out how to solve this problem is the income. And so if we're going to be losing income by taking her to doctor's appointments and stuff, what are things at night that maybe three nights a week that you're doing something? Because the income um, is one of the harder parts of this formula. And and I know the life situation you guys are in, it almost feels impossible. But I think that's going to give you guys some breathing room if you can find extra work either with your current job and taking on more or finding something a side hustle or something at night because again upping that income 
it's going to be it's going to be really big. And David, a question on the insurance side and medical bills. Are you able to cover those future bills? Does she have health insurance? Uh, we have health insurance. The what the medical bills are or what's out of pocket. Okay. After we've because I want to make sure you have the, the right type of insurance to avoid going another twenty five grand into medical debt. Have you hit your out of pocket max? Yes. Okay. So that's good at least for the rest of the year. For this year, yes. yes and then sir. it'll restart. And so we need to start looking yep. at those numbers. I want you to start saving towards that so that we don't go further into debt as we continue to take care of her. Um, so that's one piece of the puzzle is the ongoing medical care is going to continue to rack up on top of getting rid yes. of these other debts. So using your income, what you're going to want to do is lay these all out. The facts are going to help you lay out every single little debt from smallest to largest, and you're going to start attacking the little one with a vengeance. And the one and the credit cards and collections, David, I would get a hold of them and see if you can settle. Because usually, if it's within collections, and get it in writing, if they will. But you can tell them your situation. Be like, I don't have it. Like, I don't have the money. I and if you scrape together, you know, if you have two thousand dollars in these credit card bills, they might you, take four hundred bucks. Yeah, and you scrape together four, five, six hundred dollars. You're like, I can pay you now. Some they most of the time will settle to the point that it's in collections. And if they do, get it in writing. But I would, I would go down that avenue for sure because you're not being immoral in that. You genuinely don't have the money. I mean, like. You don't. Yeah. And sometimes they'll negotiate with you and you can actually lower that. And the same thing will go for this medical debt. See if you can settle that, right. negotiate that, because you guys truly don't have the money. You're li living in the truck right now, trying to take care of her, trying to work. Mm -hmm. And so I I have faith that we're going we're gonna to get you out of this situation, but it might be a really difficult year or two to get some financial footing under you so that you're able to take care of her and have some breathing room, not just with your time, but with your money. Well, can I tell you, say two things real quick? Sure. I know that's going to happen because the Lord has provided very well, and it was like a slap in the head. He said, I've given you what you need. Now you need the tools, mm. and that's where you guys come in. Oh, David, that's beautiful. Thank you for that. We're going to also, on top of giving you Financial Peace University, on top of Every Dollar Premium, we want to go one more step and give you a free financial coaching session. Uh, with one of our Ramsey coaches. And so they're going to walk you through this in a way we can't do here on air in a few minutes. Uh, but I appreciate the call. One last thing, we're going to give you every dollar. I'm going to walk people through how to use every dollar in a webinar happening tomorrow, everydollar.com slash budgeting. We'll make sure you get signed up for that and everyone listening can sign up for that as well. Man, we are all pulling for you, David, everyone listening for you and your wonderful wife. This is The Ramsey Show. 